Hello and welcome to Waffle Talk with AJ. I'm Alex. I'm James. Let's get started. And we are back with another episode of Waffle Talk. I'm joined by Alex once again. Say hello to How you doing, mate? I'm doing... Hello, everyone. There we How go. you doing, mate? Um, I'm all right. How I'm you not... doing, bad? Yeah, good. You started uh, yeah. a job, so... Yeah, yeah. So, so looking looking decent for you on that front, eh? Um, personally, we've got uh, two DJ gigs been booked already. Yeah, we have. We have, in fact, got a few DJ gigs booked recently. That was quite nice. That was a bit of a shock. Yes, it's good. But yeah, that was all right. Need yeah. the controller. So, yeah. It'll be good to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, but exactly. In terms of the podcast, very quickly, I just want to say thank you to anybody that's kind of listened to it or shared it or or whatever. Um, you know, we're getting a few views, a few listens, I should say, at the moment. And, you know, I really appreciate it. I just want to cut keep pushing it, keep growing and just see yeah. what And I hope people... Are... I agree with you. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully people are enjoying it. Well, obviously people are enjoying it because they keep coming back and listening. Yes, right. Anyways, today's episode. Yes, what are we talking about today? Well, people have already read the title, so they know what we're talking about, but... Yeah. Um, today we are talking about mental health. Uh, for males, mostly. I'm not a woman. You're not a woman? Uh, last time I checked, I wasn't. Exactly. So, um, I think it's... We're not qualified to discuss women's mental health. Yeah. But we are men. So, we can kind of speak from that standpoint and that viewpoint. Mm. And that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. So, it's not going to be the most uh, exciting of episodes. It's just going to be <laughs> a, a real honest chat, though. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, right, let me get up. I've got a page here. I'm going to kind of just read some things out. Just some statistics. So the, this is menshealth.org.uk. So last yeah. time it's uh, late 2020. So about four, four, four right. months ago. Um, in England, around one in eight men has a common mental health problem, such as depression, anxiety, panic disorder, whatever, whatever. One in eight. One in eight, yes. And that's what people know. Jesus Christ. Right, that's not that's a that's a big lot. number. I would say it's probably more like two in eight because there are people out there, I can say myself, that have suffered from mental health issues and mm. haven't told anybody. Yeah. Haven't gone to anyone a doctor vice versa. And got it Well, sort of... I have gone I have gone to people, but you know But not Jesus. not yeah, not professional. One in eight. That's mad. At least. So, Jesus. some of the statistics that we, that we have. Um, three times as many men as women die by suicide. I knew that three one. Times. I knew that one. Yeah. That's, lives more I, I knew it. The thing is, it, even though you know that fact, like that fact has been told quite Very a lot recently, yeah. especially with, especially with COVID and, and mental health now being a major part. You hear that fact, and even now, just hearing it again, it's still shocking. Like it's still really, it's still terrifying to think. That's, um, that's 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 a big number. Three times something is a big number, regardless of if it's one times one times three. It's three. It's three times as big. It's yeah. fucking terrifying. Those that's are the horrifying. Different, the different 
societal pressures that are, that are on men than they are to women. It shows that women maybe are stronger uh, mentally than men in mm. general. Yeah. Men aged 40 to 49 have the highest suicide rates in the UK. That kind of middle age. 40 to 49? Yeah, highest suicide rates. That's strange. I suppose at that point in your life, is you're really at the middle point in your life and it's, well, where do you... Uh, yeah. yeah. I suppose if everything... I, I, yeah, see, it's difficult because obviously we're not that old. So I, I, I don't really know the struggles that someone of that age would go through. I, I can kind of guess it. My uncle's kind of going through the same kind of thing. So I can kind of see where it would be quite high in that stage, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Men report lower levels of level. Men report lower levels of life satisfaction than women, according to government's national wellbeing survey. Uh, I can understand that. Men are less likely to access psychological therapies than women. Only thirty six. I can understand that. Only thirty six percent of referrals to NHS talking therapies are for men, which you know, so. Men are three times more likely to commit suicide, but not as many of them are getting referred because they're just not going and getting help. That's uh, a, that's a terrible statistic. Some of these statistics I didn't even know, but they're quite bad. Oh, three quarters God. of adults who go missing are men. Seventy-five percent of adults who go missing are men. Whoa, 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 whoa. Three quarters of three quarters of people that go missing are men. Of adults, yeah. So there's been what? this. There's been a big fuss lately, obviously, about people being. Because there was that young, there was that young boy, wasn't it, who 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 um left his house. He killed himself. And just yeah, and he went missing. Yeah. Holy shit! Three quarters of the. Jesus Christ! Uh, Fucking hell! Eighty-seven percent of rough sleepers are men. So, essentially, homeless people. Eighty-seven percent. Crazy number. Uh. Men are nearly three times as likely as women to become dependent on alcohol. Three times as likely yeah. for frequent drug use. Yeah. So men obviously can... use toxic, um, yeah, toxic things to kind of hide what they're going through. Yep, I know all too well about that. All too well. Uh, men are more likely to be compulsory detained or sectioned for treatment than women. Again, I can understand that. Men are also more likely to be the victims of violent crime, 1.5 times more likely, but then they also are more likely to commit a violent crime. Uh, they also mm. make up the vast majority of the prison population, which I think most people know, but there are very high rates of mental health problems and increasing rates of self-harm in prisons also. When you were reading those statistics, did you at all like read them in your head or did you read them out loud? Because I think if you read them in your head, it's bad. Like, Don't get me wrong, it's still bad. Yeah. But when you hear it out loud, it sounds so much worse. When you yeah, when you say it and it, and it you know you speak it and it's into existence, it 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 makes it more real. I think mm. you can read anything, you can anything. Yeah. Can read. But when you actually say it, it's uh it's pretty crazy to be yeah. honest. I think it hits home. I think it hits home more. Yeah. And yeah, before, before I carry on, this is not a slight at women at all. I'm not saying women don't go through anything, okay? No, 100%. 100%, that's not what we're saying. As we said, we're not qualified. From from my point of view, I wouldn't feel comfortable talking about women's perspective as I'm I'm not a woman. I'm so a I, I, and I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable speaking on behalf of women when I'm not part of the women community. So yeah. that's all that is. Yeah, so it's not that women don't go through these things, it's we're talking about what men go through. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. Of course. Anyway, let's. So, yeah. Uh, why don't men talk about mental health? 
it. I don't think there's just one answer for this. There's, there's not. The, 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 there's limitless possibilities. Is it because, you know, and and again, I don't think this is genuinely true. But as a society, men are built up to be strong. You know, even still, like you know, patriarchy. The man, you know, must be strong. Must not have emotion. Must be the man of the house. Must be powerful. Oh yeah, strong. You know, I don't have feelings. Nothing can get me down. When in reality, things have changed so much since the time of man's man. But how? Right. They? Because, but see, this is what I mean. But have they? People feel- men are still expected to be breadwinners. Mm. If if you're a man and you're not making that much money and you're trying, people don't give a shit. You know, you're still seen as someone who's meant to be a breadwinner. You're, you're meant to make money and bring money in. Uh, men are meant to be strong, dominant, in control. That's just that. That's what we're meant to be. Yeah, I we agree with you. 100%. Like, we're still seen that we have to be that. Mm. Um, so then, do you think it's that? And I, I don't want to say it in a horrible way. Do you think it's maybe that toxic side of 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 um, what's it called? Of uh, expectations, the toxic side of expectations of what a man should be like. I wouldn't say that you know being a breadwinner, strong, dominant. Uh, in control of situations is a bad thing. It's not inherently a bad thing, but it can lead. No, but it can yeah, lead but the, the negative connotations behind that, that kind of pressure, you know, the pressure behind having to, as you said, bring in a decent money where you can support a family, where you can, you know, be the one of the protection of the family. You know, that's a lot of pressure on one person. And I feel like that doesn't help. But as a man, you are brought up being you are the breadwinner you must you must do this you must do that you must do this you must do that you must be strong powerful and i think that's part of the reason why some men and a lot of men even don't go and talk about their feelings because even from a young age we're taught keep those feelings inside keep those feelings inside and me and you both do it yeah i mean for a very long time i didn't talk to anybody about anything that i was going through uh yeah you keep it bottled up and I, I don't really understand why men just find it hard to open up. I'd say mm. men, you know, we we're meant to kind of have these norms, and if you kind of stray from what you're supposed to be, you deviate from them, yeah, you get looked at maybe as weaker, or you know, you get called certain yeah. names and yeah, 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 and whatever else, derogatory names. Yes, of course, yeah. you get that, but you know, and, you know. But- at the time, you may not realise that it's hurting you or affecting you. Mm. But it is because it's then making you just, just bottle things up instead of yeah. being open about them. Yeah. And I know that, that nowadays, me personally, I try to be as open. I have a very close group, and I try to be as open as I can with them. Yeah. Because keeping everything bottled up, mm. just you're just going to explode. Yeah, and prime example, prime example of this was. Uh, a few years ago now, it uh, was a few years ago now, wasn't it? Me and my ex broke up. And when me and her broke up, I didn't speak to you about it for the whole week that we were, that, that this was going on, that me and her broke up. Me and her broke up, mutual breakup, everything was fine. We carried on, we carried on, we carried on. And I didn't speak to you about it. I didn't speak to anyone really about the situation. I just left it and I was like, I'll get over it in my own time. Everything's fine. Not realising that it was eating me up. Then... I think it was, it was um, 
it was a it was a weekend I think and me and you were drinking at mine and I remember I got quite drunk and we both got quite drunk and me and you started talking and it and it sort of just hit me and I was like shit like I'm not okay nothing about this is okay and at that moment I didn't care about being at that point I was so low and so in need of help that I didn't care about sounding as you said, weak or or having having a name thrown at me, and luckily you're really supportive. So I was there. I was able to confide in you my feelings and tell you how like I was not coping, how I was really struggling. And yeah. you were you were. It was the best thing that has ever happened to me because I got to speak to you. You helped me through it, you know. And vice versa. I'm sure there's been times where I've done that for you, or someone else has done that for you. Yeah, uh, points in my life. Um... So if we're good, if we're gonna go down that rabbit hole and just be personal, so uh, for a good few, for many years of my life, no one knew that I was dealing with depression and anxiety. Nobody knew mm-hmm. at all. It wasn't until I actually said about it until I was about 22, 23, um, until I actually you know spoke about it that people knew because no one knew because I kept it I kept it inside I kept it bottled up. No one knew what, like, kind of what I was going through, and. Yeah, when I started to talk about it, which was probably only about two years ago, when I actually opened up and, you know, discussed my worries and my struggles and how I feel about things, you know, then I started to feel kind of better about life. You have your moments mm. still, because unfortunately, when you deal with these things, like when you have depression, anxiety, they don't go away. You just learn to deal with no. them. Yeah. You learn to control them. They don't go away. But it doesn't mean that that's not necessarily a bad thing, because... You can control it. As long as you have like the right the right kind of people around you and you're doing the right things. Yeah, I feel like that's core as well. I feel like having a good core group of people that you can confide in and you can rely on and you know that in that circle you're not gonna be judged. You're no one's gonna think, Oh, why are you like that is key. And I feel like that's been key for both of us recently as well. Having that core group of friends that we can talk to, yeah. socialise with and, and actually help us through this yeah so as you were saying earlier about toxic like was you did you say earlier about toxic masculinity no you didn't but you said before no 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 no. yeah i've said it before before about toxic masculinity uh you know and it's a weird one because those kind of male traits are almost viewed as toxic now but then if you're a sensitive guy and you're a nice guy you kind of get looked down upon as not being manly enough yeah, hundred so percent. You kind of can't win in a way. Yeah, I hundred percent. It's either I, you're I get masculine it. and you're, you're, I'm gonna pay for that, or you know, whatever, whatever. And some people may not like it, but that's viewed as toxic. So then, if you change it up and you become, a, you know, a nice guy, a sweet guy, you know, you, you really can't win. You, you can't win. You, it's, it's really difficult. I don't know from personal then, experience. I've had it with yeah. with men and Same. who you know, yeah. will kind of use these things against you. You know, the you joke about it, obviously, but still yeah. being toxic, masculine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then also the other side, you know, you've had, and I've had that from women where it's like, oh, you're really nice and, you know, you're, you're really funny, but. And there's always a but. It's and I think but. that is the part that hurts the most is there's always a but. And there's never just, you're a nice guy, you're funny, yeah. There's you're a nice guy, you're funny, but but 
And that's the bit that always hurts. Because as a knight... I don't understand, like, where they stand in society anymore. They don't know mm -hmm. what they're supposed to be anymore. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I know there's plenty of people like, that feel like that. And some guys just kind of take take the other road and just think, well, you know what? I'm just going to be an arsehole. Yeah. And some guys keep persevering with, you know, what they're doing and being nice. And they may not ever, ever get anywhere. Um, yeah. But then there are guys that are kind of just stuck in the middle. And they're just like, well, it, it, where can we it go? Puts things in, yeah, it puts things in perspective. You sit there and you think, well, why is this working for one person? So if you look at someone who's being an asshole towards towards women in the, yes. in this sense, and you look at them and they're succeeding, you think, well, why are you why are you getting yeah. not further than me, but why are you having more success than me? Yeah. And then you think, oh, okay, well, why don't I change up my the way that I'm thinking? And then, as we discussed, I think we discussed it earlier, but I'm not sure. As, as we were saying earlier, I think, you know, you then see the success, you try that out, you yeah. might have one or two successes, but in the grand scheme of things, compared to what you've got now, from going from zero to two, you think, this is this is what I need to be doing. That like, is the problem. And then we need to be careful how we, how we kind of treat people, because you're going to create monsters, you're going to create art. Yeah. As you're saying, yeah. if you go out and you know you you're like right they're being dickheads let me be a dickhead and and it works for you in mm. your mind now you're thinking well you know what being a nice guy for 25 years didn't work being a dickhead has worked instantly so yeah i've been a dickhead for six months and i've got dot 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 yeah. i was a nice guy for 25 years as you said i and got I, nothing and this isn't just about women as well mm. this could be applied to anywhere this could be applied yeah to there's many people that work uh, in jobs and you know maybe they're a bit quieter and they get on with their job and they're not noticed as much but the kind of the loud mouths and the ones that put themselves out there they're the ones they get the promotion up. they get everything else yeah and it's not because you know due to the skill level yeah exactly and that's that's horrible that's horrible why should someone who's doing my job and and look i'm not trying to say that i'm a quiet person i'm You're not a quiet person i'm i'm a really loud person okay but why should I then get a promotion role when someone who also works with me, who's quiet and just gets on with their job, gets glazed over? That that's not fair. But as you said, it happens. It does. And and, and that's the. But then, how do you fix that? That's you you can't really. You can't. <laughs> I don't have the answers. Yeah. Uh, and I hope somebody out there does have the answers. Um. Because I'd love to, would love I'd to hear love some to, answers. I'd love to know the answers for myself personally, to be honest. Yeah, I would love to hear some What's answers. What's the right way to go about things? Yeah. What's the right way to handle situations? Yeah. Like, it'd, be, it'd be really nice. So, um, just quickly, we're talking about mental health. I don't think you can talk about mental health without mentioning one of the biggest factors, I think, of our generation for mental health. And that's just my personal opinion. There's no data to back that up, but I think it's my personal opinion. Social media. I think social media is the single-handedly worst thing to ever happen to our generation. It's the most toxic, and the best. Most toxic thing out there. Same. No, yeah. I, I think it's not, it's not about the best because the, the bad outweighs the good. To social media is awful. I don't use social media that much, yeah? I um, have my friends and family 
on you know facebook and instagram and i'll use instagram to kind of scroll and you know watch and catch up catch up on things people i follow but you get into the comment sections and you get into certain places of the internet or you start posting more social media is a plague upon this generation yeah and something needs to be done now because there's a reason that i believe uh mental health issues uh, de- you know depression and that kind of stuff suicides has gone up okay there's a reason that for some look at um all the footballers coming out every single day racism racist abuse yeah because they have a the racists have a platform mm. a platform for it social media yeah. is is a is a honestly is a plague upon oh. Couldn't agree more. Every Couldn't agree more. Have, every bad thing we have is because of social media. I said about yeah. it the other day, mental health's at an all-time high. You know, um, we have a warped sense of reality. What you see... 100% agree with you. 100% agree with you. ...is not real. Yeah. It isn't real. And lives are not real. Yeah. I feel like social media also does affect relationships. And I feel like that also can affect the mental health side of things. Like, you know... If, for example, hypothetically, your girlfriend likes someone else's pictures, you then start questioning yourself and you're like, well, why are they doing that? And I get it. And that, that, that too can fuck with your head. I guess I, that, I, that I, comes more down to insecurities because... I uh, know, but then could it be because of something that's happened previously? Like, you don't know. But then the mental health side of it, because then you get, then you get anxiety from it. You're like, oh, well, what's going to happen? Like, why is she doing this? And, and still, I, I just think... I think that social media, I agree with you, is bad. I think it's bad. I would recommend to the, to the younger generation, if I can give them some advice, I would say stay away from social media. Okay, you have your friends, you have the people that you enjoy spending time with, your family. Yeah. Stay away from social media. It's, it's, just, dumb. it's okay for you to promote stuff and to you know, maybe get your name out there for whatever you want to do. But yeah. it's a horrible I mean, thing. in terms of me and you, you use social media to one, as you said, scroll through, just catch up on everything that's gone on, yeah. maybe see a bit of news, catch up on that, and to promote your stream. That's literally it. Yes. That's all I ever see you post on Instagram and Snapchat and everything else yeah. is about your stream, and that's it. And I know that you scroll through it because me and you have been talking before where you've been scrolling through and looking at stuff, and you've gone, Oh, I didn't know this happened, blah, 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 blah. And like me, the only time I go on Facebook, Instagram, or or TikTok or, or something like that is to just scroll through, have a watch, and blah 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 blah. I don't I don't post anything apart from on TikTok occasionally. I don't really post any Facebook status. I don't really post any Instagram pic- pictures because there's so much negativity behind you posting a picture. Like yeah. you've got to worry about oh, is someone going to troll me? Is someone going to make me feel? Uh, am I going to feel uncomfortable about this? Like. I don't look particularly... Is that something that you personally... Because from my personal experience, I don't feel that way. I know how so toxic it is, which is why I don't bother with social media, but I also don't... Like, if I post something, I don't care. Someone, like, puts a hate comment in my comment. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't... And I don't see things on social media and I'm like, damn, I want that or I'm jealous of that or I guess... So, for me, that's not a thing. But... I see. Does that... I, I, yeah, it does. It does. If I was to post a picture of me now, yeah, in the attire that I'm wearing now on Instagram doing something, I'd be terrified. If someone posted a comment that was like, "Oh, cool, 
maybe like, oh, you've put a bit of weight on, or yeah. oh, cool, your hair looks shit today, like blah 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 blah. Like, it wouldn't affect me. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I'm so sad. Blah, 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 blah. But it would, it would hurt me. I'd be like, great, okay, now I feel a bit insecure about that. So you got, I would. You know, that's just you. So I'm yeah, and I'd say, I'd say, I'm really pretty strong. Eye. The people that are in exactly. the public and they have, they have thousands of comments that are like that. And at the end of the day, these people are human beings as well. Doesn't even if they yeah. are they're human beings. And it's, it's awful. Some of the things, some of the things people have posted. So recently, what's happened in the news? So DMX has died. Yes. Uh, the lady from Big Brother. I don't know her yeah. name off my Nikki heart. Nikki Graham. Yeah. Nikki Graham. And um, Prince Philip has died. Yes. Okay. Right. Now. I haven't seen anything posted about DMX and I haven't seen anything posted about the lady from Big Brother. But I did see on Instagram, Snapchat, uh, uh, screenshots even, taken from Twitter about what has been said about Prince Philip. Yep. And I don't give a shit about what anyone has to say about this. That man was a father, a husband, a brother, and a son to someone. Okay, yeah, sure, his mother might be dead. Sure, he might his son might be a bit older and sure his wife is a queen, right? That does not give anybody the right to say some of the things that people have been saying about him. Well, here's the thing. And because people, okay, have, yeah. people have the right, if you're in your own home and you make jokes and you make comments, you're in your own home. Absolutely you're fine. No problem with that at all. Why social media is so toxic because exactly that's the platform. It goes, get that to the it world. Literally, it literally is what you said. They have the platform to go, ah, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke some I'm gonna put some hurtful comments and see if I can get some people to react to it. Mm. That's all it is. I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna let people react to it. I'm gonna sit there and go, oh, I've started a riot now. It's very like, true. that's like people are mourning over someone dying who's not even been in the ground yet. Isn't even in the ground yet. And you're already making comments about how, one, he was a nonce because his son's a nonce, allegedly. You know, yeah, how, oh, he was 99. God, he deserved to die. Nobody deserves to die. You know? Yeah, yeah okay, he'd lived a full life. But the man has done so much for the country, so much for the Commonwealth, so much for the Navy, the Army, and for people who have never, ever, ever met the man. To slander him online. The well, man's that, dead. Just, but that is daily life. Yeah. On social media, and, internet. Exactly. And like, but he's dead. Like, he can't retaliate. These celebrities that get slandered online for no reason whatsoever, because what? They made one bad post. Not like bad as in like, oh, that's a racist post. Like, oh, well, um, uh, do a leaper. For example, I know you like Dua Lipa. Um, hypothetically, Dua Lipa did a post where she was sat down and she didn't have a healthy food on her plate, right? And then loads of people flock to her page and go, oh, well, you're not eating healthy, blah, 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 blah. Like, how does that make her feel? She's got to then, she looks at herself and, you know, hopefully it doesn't affect people like that. No, I know what you mean. And but hopefully, hypothetically yeah. speaking. But hypothetically, Say, for instance, again, like the woman from Big Brother, if she had an eating disorder, she's then going to look at all of this and she's going to go, oh, you're right. 
the avocado toast that I've made isn't healthy. I'm just not going to eat anymore. And then that, that sparks something. Here's and then that's the issue. Here's a problem. How can you censor speech? Because loads of different things are offensive to different people. Not everyone's going to find the same thing offensive. So you kind of... There's certain things that are, yes, accepted that you can't say. But there are other things yeah. some people won't like and others will. I think the mm. best bet and the best advice that I could I could give to people is turn it off. Stay away. Yeah. If you see one hate comment, you see someone being a dick, leave. You don't have to read the rest. That's the thing. You don't have to. Unfortunately, mm. there's a lot of vain people out there. And even if they're getting hate comments, they feed, they feed off of it. Yeah. yeah. Think, oh, I'm getting likes still and I'm still getting positive comments. You know, then they'll get down because mm. they've got bad comments, but they're also vain because a lot yeah. of these celebrities that say they get bothered by stuff, if you hate it so much, you can turn your comments off. Yeah, 100%. Media. Just don't go 100%. on. Yeah. Unfortunately, hate has been given a platform, but we don't have to use yeah. the platform. Mm. We don't have to use it. 100% agree with you. Um, yeah. What else do I have here on this page? I'm still on the mentalhealth.org UK page. Uh, in 2017, nearly 6,000 suicides were recorded in Great Britain. 75% were men. Uh, it's the largest cause of death for men under 50. Suicide. Really? Yes. That's bad. Also, gay men, war veterans, men from BAME backgrounds which is, um, I don't know if BAME is BAME. Uh, black, or, black and mixed ethnicity. Black or black Asian Muslim, maybe? I'm not sure. It's something along those lines, though. Something along those lines. Uh, and those with low incomes as well, which I, I understand that. 100% understand and less that. Less middle-aged men are particularly likely to die by suicide. It's some, it does come down to those kind of pressures. Yeah. That we kind of always have to bring in, bring money in, and you're hundred percent nowhere. Mm. It's horrible. It's it's terrible. So while we're talking about ourselves, uh, mm. do you want to maybe talk about maybe uh, your lowest point when you was maybe at your worst, what you felt, what you was going through? Uh, yeah. So my lowest point was definitely when. There was a lot of stuff going. There, there, there was a lot of stuff going on with my family, mm-hmm. and everything got to breaking point with me. And although I was still being loud and myself, for want of a better word, I was acting. I was pretending to be myself. I was pretending to be loud. I was pretending to be fun. I was, I was still like, "Yeah, I'm Jack, my lad. Way, come on!" But inside, cool. I felt so alone and so hurt and I felt like no matter who I spoke to there was always someone else's problem who was more than mine Mm -hmm. and luckily as I said earlier I've got a great support group of people around me family members who are willing to drop everything and help me Um, I'm getting help from work but you know for a long time it's been a struggle and you know, I've had some horrible thoughts, not towards myself, but to other people. 
And anyone that knows me knows I'm not a violent person. I'm not an aggressive person. I don't yeah. feel anger. I don't. I, I feel anger, but I don't want to act upon it. And recently, I've wanted to act upon it. And so you're saying this good. is very recent. Yeah, it is very recent. Without going into too much detail, but recently it's been, I'd say this has been the worst that I've ever been. Surrounded by so many people that love me and want to support me, I've never felt more alone. Even I didn't think this is the worst you've ever been. Yeah. I mean, you speak every single day. Yeah. Which one so this, that's... How, how little men speak up. You know, yeah. Me, me and you are very close. So it shows yeah. how little, you know, men want to speak up. And yeah. Speak it's um, the first time, I, I can safely say, it's the first time ever I've got so bad with my own mental health and feeling so down and low that I've forced myself to speak to someone like someone who can help me maybe speak to someone who can help me at work speak to someone who's going to be able to help me get some form of normality back to my life and again as you said it's never going to leave yeah it will just become a bit more bearable and I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen soon and touch wood since I've since I've spoken out and I've I've had this conversation with um members of staff uh from work i've i've felt a lot better i've felt a lot better i haven't had as much anger behind me as i have mm. previously so actually speaking out was probably the best thing that i could do it always is yeah Just letting somebody else know what you're going through mm. so yeah you said that it wasn't the worst that you thought i'd ever been did you did you have no, any I, other i just I didn't realise that that was kind of going on uh, at this point. But I, also, yeah. I, I would have assumed a couple of years back, maybe you'd have been in the worst spot. Or maybe even before that. No. I, 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 feel like, I feel like this has been... I feel like out of everything that's... If I look back on every time I was... Every every time like I've been through a bad breakup or I've been through hard times and, and, and stuff like that, I look back on it and I think... Yeah, okay, it hurt, but I managed to overcome it. Yeah. And, and all right, at the time, I didn't think I was going to overcome it. But this, until something has been done, until something genuinely does happen, I don't feel as though there is a light at the end of this tunnel. And that's not me being over dramatic because I'm going through something right now. Genuinely... Normally, I can pick myself up a little bit and dust myself off and and carry on. There have been days where I've wanted to just call in sick from work. But I like, mean, and I don't a little bit, and I've and I've given and I've said to you, you know, yeah, you take yourself out of the situation and concentrate on you. Exactly, because and in a, in a in a situation that realistically you don't have to be involved in. Exactly, and since I've taken myself out of the equation and I've gone, do you know what? I need to focus on myself so that I can make myself better so that I can help others. Mm-hmm. I've, I've become a lot better. I've, I feel like I've been a lot better. So what about yourself? Me? Um, I've always been up and down over the years. As I said, I didn't tell anybody. Mm. Uh, I had a lot of stuff growing up. Um, I had severe lack of confidence. And then as I got like late kind of teenagers, it manifested into uh, some d- depression uh, crippling social anxiety to the point where I just couldn't go places. I couldn't go to the barbers. 
I wouldn't go. To, I didn't get a prop. I got haircuts when I was younger, but I didn't go and get a proper haircut until probably I met you a few three years ago. Yeah, I just get haircuts at home because I don't. I can't explain it now, but at the time it just gave me just such bad anxiety. People try and force yeah. me to do it. Um, yeah, it always stemmed from the fact that I had zero confidence in myself. I had no confidence. My confidence was shot to bits, taken away from me. And then as I got older, I used to feel and still feel sometimes, despite having, you know, family and friends that you could be in a room full of people, but you feel so alone. Mm. You just feel, and it's because in your mind you are, you know, I've all, I've yeah. all struggled with uh, where do I go? Where do I, 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 I never feel like I belong anywhere. I feel like I, I drift. And I don't mean you, I've said that to you before. I never feel like I belong yeah. Like a drifter. Um, yeah, we've had this conversation a lot, a lot. <laughs> that's not an easy yeah. to go through when you, you 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 don't really have any direction, but you're still a functioning member of society. You know, I yeah. still go out. I still uh, have great times. I work. I still do things, but you still feel that lack of direction sometimes, and it yeah. goes up and it goes down. You know sometimes you feel great and you kind of forget about it. And yeah. It can take... And then other times it hits you like a sack of shit and you're just back to square one again. One little thing. Yeah. One moment. Even something that doesn't even mean that much and then you're back to square one again. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that's the hardest part is when you start yeah. to get up a little bit and uh-huh. you start becoming a bit better and you're like, ah, oh, okay, Let's try and get back to some form of normality. What? No, okay. And then you just shoot back down Obviously, again. COVID hasn't helped the last year. Yeah, I, I feel like this is definitely not helping. The, the last three years, I've been very much like a roller coaster. I've been very up and down. Yeah. But in a more balanced way. Um, but when I was my teenager, so this is before I met you, so I didn't have any friends. Yeah. I didn't have yeah. friends. Uh, I. My family didn't like me. No, they hated me because I was horrible. Because I didn't know how, I didn't know how else to to behave. Yeah, you know, my sisters and that will will we'll speak and we didn't like you. You were horrible, and I get on really well with, with my siblings now. So yeah, at that point I had nobody, and I, you know, I wasn't working. I had nowhere to go, and mm. I've said this. I said I said it to you before. I said it to a couple of people before, but yeah, I I basically went to go and kill myself. At that mm. point, I thought there's no point. No one's gonna miss me. Mm. Um, I, I'm not going anywhere. My life isn't going anywhere. So why not? You know, and by someone's good graces, it didn't happen. Someone's looking out for me. Mm. Um, Thankfully. And I am where I am now. And I'm a hell of a lot better than I was then. I'm still not where I want to be, though. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's always a work in progress. Of course, but yeah, I've been there. I, I, I've been at that moment where I thought, "This is it. I, I, I can be done now. I have no point in being here." But yeah. here now, I'm still grinding. I'm still trying to make something, trying to kind of get my life to where I want to get it. I get that, and that's what it's about. And I hope if anybody else hears this and they've maybe been in that situation and they. They've been down. They think that this is the end. You know, I'm someone that I've can't, I've been through that, and I'm still here, and I'm still trying. No matter how hard, yeah, I'm trying. 
and yeah. you know from someone who's from someone who doesn't normally speak about his feelings like i'm i'm quite reserved in how you know and and yeah. the, the people that listen who are my friends they'll know I'm the same well. i am quite i'm quite reserved in talking about my feelings genuinely as someone who says that it's really difficult to talk to people mm-hmm. the best thing that i can suggest to anyone is if you have anything that you need to get off your chest find someone to talk to whether that be a family member if you can't talk to a family member find a friend you know if you can't find a friend ring somebody ring ring hotlines there are hotlines that you can talk message to people. me like you can come yeah. to me even if you don't know yeah. me. you could come to me i don't care you know I, just talk to someone talk to someone have a conversation because mm-hmm. okay you might not get the answers that you want but having that conversation and having someone it. there to say it yeah, to somebody else vocalize just it. allows you it might not make your brain feel better and you might still feel depressed but you can breathe that sigh of relief knowing that you've said it it's yeah. out there and someone can help you someone's there to offer help for you yeah and i'm i'm always free i'm always free anyone wants to message me they can message me i don't mind yeah. and i know vice versa i know there'll be people that'll be like Alex, I didn't know you were feeling this way. Why didn't you speak to me about it? I've spoken to people. I have spoken to people about it. But now, it's not easy. This is it. It's not it easy. is difficult. Not, it is know, really difficult. I personally, struggle to open up to people because uh, if I'm gonna, if we're gonna be completely transparent and honest, and you know, leave all the bullshit aside, like I'm worried about what they're gonna think of me. I'm worried about, yeah. you know, being let down, maybe being heartbroken. I, that's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid of that. So I very rarely tell people how I feel. And it's backfired, you know, when it comes to friends, maybe females, because I haven't opened up and said how I feel. Yeah. Because I've just been, I've just been taught and I've just, it's been just pushed into me that... It's been drilled into you that, you know, it's okay to bottle everything up, when in reality, it's not. It's 100% not, no. Yeah. Right. Um... What else can we talk about? No, I don't know if there's much more to talk about, really. No, I think you might be right. Yeah. Oh. Um, as I said, for help, you can come to any come to come to us. But also, if you have people that are close to you, they will listen. Mm. They may not think they'll listen, but they'll listen. There are yeah a lot of mental health forums that you can yeah. do. Um, there's there's places where you can go online anonymously. Or you can call people anonymously. There's a website you know. called Calm, I believe. Mm. Which, yeah, the calmzone.net. There's there's many places yeah. that you can go on to. And and again, you know, go on to these places. Talk to people. You know, talk. To, you keep drilling it into people. Talk to people. Yeah, don't be afraid. You know, open up. You know, that's the issue. Is don't bottle it all up. It takes a brave approach to, yeah, say to, to, to you know, say how they're feeling and talk about that stuff. Yeah, then someone that just bottles it, it up and tries, yeah. to, you know, it takes a much bigger person to admit that they need help than it does someone that bottles it up. 100%. And that's coming from someone who would rather bottle it up than yeah. talk. <laughs> it comes, it comes from a really hard place and to talk just, to someone. Sometimes that you need, help. you know, like, I don't need help. No, I can function. But it's yeah. nice to have someone there to tell these things to and, and express your worries to. 
exactly. And open up. There's, to a, there's, isn't there a saying, a problem shared is a problem halved or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. That is correct. Yeah. And, 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 you know, yeah, I know. It's about time. Out of like the millions that I've said about time, I got one right. But like, again, as I said, you know, it might not seem as though the problem is, is halved, but you've then started that healing process. And maybe it's going to, it's not going to be a healing process where it's like, oh, it's done in a week. You feel no, better. It's a, it's a healing process that will take years, maybe even decades for you to get better. But you starting that conversation is going to help you 100%. I agree. Right. So, yeah. I think that's a good, pay, good place. <laughs> yeah. It is a good off. place to end up. Yeah. Anyone has any questions at all and they want to message us. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone has any information that you know, maybe we've glazed over, maybe or maybe we've yeah, said wrong, wrong yeah. yeah, or or yeah, that we've got wrong, please, please message us and tell us, because I'd rather be more educated on the subject than be ignorant and and pretend like, yeah. oh, what we've said here is a hundred percent true. If you know any more or you know anything else, please message either one of us, and just let us know. Hey, look, yes. this also is the case. You know, I've loved that. Um, if you want to give your Instagram quickly. Yeah, mine is um, Alex Bracy ninety seven. Alex Bracy ninety seven. Was obviously over on Instagrams. We're doing we do polls sometimes. Um, we're interested in what people want to listen to next. Yeah, hundred percent. All that kind of stuff. And if you do, if you do have any suggestions on what we should talk about next, please message either yeah. myself or James. You know, oh, your right. your input is really in, important to us. My Instagram is uh, James Yid, all uh, lowercase underscore nineteen. You can message any of us um, for if you want to talk about this podcast, previous podcasts. If you want to let us know what you want to see, and if you want to answer our our polls, then that would be great as well. Yeah, and hopefully soon, you know, maybe not in the near future, but soon, hopefully, we might be getting some special guests on to talk yeah. about some other topics. Uh, you know, James said that there was going to be a sports podcast soon, so obviously he'll be involved oh, on that yeah. side of it as well. You know, we're going to and we're going to try and, you know, we've been quite bad recently with the uh, the upload schedule. We've obviously been busy. James has just started work. You know, I'm I'm working full time and such. And, you know, it's difficult. Yeah. Personal problems as well going on outside. So, you know, please forgive us if it's not out on time every week. But we're going to try and we're going to strive every Sunday. But hopefully it's going to come out. So hopefully you can bear with us. Um, and hopefully, you know, you appreciate the time and the effort that it, we've put into this. So thank you. Yeah. Well, well, that's a good place to sign off. So yeah. Until next week. See you later. <laughs>